Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Gloss Over podcast. My name is Megan Whalen. I'm a cosmetologist, entrepreneur, and beauty professional. Hey gang, it's Caroline Trudeau. I'm an experienced innovator, culture maker, and the creator of thevoicescollection.com. What's happening? What up, girl? I'm so glad you're here today. Oh my gosh, so much to talk about. So I much can't to talk about. Even. I know. I was actually, uh, I'm sorry that we uh, sort of missed our deadline of Tuesday this week. I was definitely sick. Yes. So thank, yeah, all better now. I mean, ninety percent better now. But thank you for, um, thank you for waiting for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, our health is important, and this passion project is important. But I always say this: without our health and without our, you know, well-being, we can't do any damn thing. We can't. I literally had to be laid up for like three days on the couch to be able to be back in full effect. And there's a lesson to be learned there because I don't rest when I'm ill. I just keep going and I'm sicker for longer. So the moral of the story is take a damn day off, relax yourself, heal yourself, get better. Yeah, I know. I I actually thought about that a lot and I was very grateful that, you know, it was Easter weekend. There wasn't Everybody was sort of spending time with their family. The world was sort of on pause for a minute. I would have loved to participate in Easter activities, and the weather was nice, but I was grateful that I had the space to just heal. Um, yeah. So that, that was a lesson for me as well. You're much more able to bounce back more quickly um, when you actually take a break. Yeah, so. it's amazing, actually, how your body heals when you allow it to do so. Yes. Uh, heal, body, heal. You can yeah. do it. You can do it. Lots of rest and green juice. So listen, something I really want to dive deep into today, this this is a topic we cannot gloss over. We cannot gloss over this topic. I know it's come up for you a bunch. It's come up for me a bunch. And I really, really, really need to like dig deep and get your thoughts on this. Okay, hit me. Is fake it till you make it a successful strategy? Ooh. You know, it's funny that you say that because I have had this conversation. I know that, you know, we've danced in some of our communications of the last week and a half or so around this topic, but I've, it's also showed up with some of my other close friends and confidants in the context of some things that are happening in their careers and some moves Mm -hmm. that they want to make. Um, is it a successful strategy? I think my off the cuff answer is it depends. (laughs) Oh, I I was not ready for that. I was not ready. I was not ready, honey. Thank God I'm seating seated because Yeah, I was not ready for that. It's such a consultant answer to, well, it depends. But let me tell you what I think it depends on. At the highest level, I think it depends on the intention in which faking it till you make it is adapted or used. Okay. Um, You know, in the context of putting positivity out in order to create an outcome that you dream and desire and in the context of being positive and putting good out and chasing dreams and cashing checks, then I say yes. I say, mm-hmm. you know, 
put your face on and go out there and do the things and learn and stretch yourself. Uh, but in the context of disingenuine, if you will, like, you know, just to just to try to be something that you're not or try to be something that you aren't sure that you want to be. And also in the context, just just the word fake. I don't mm. like it. I don't, I don't like, like that it. word either. No, I yeah. don't like that word either. I don't like that word either. So the question is, do we need to be calling it something different or do we need to be, do we need to be calling it something different and like reclaiming the term and embracing it as a strategy? If quick gun to my head response to that is absolutely bloody fucking lutely not. No. <laughs> right. Tell me how you absolutely feel. Absolutely not. We do not need to reclaim that and use it as a thing. I think that there comes a point in anyone's career, in their life, in their whatever, that you have to do the work to prepare yourself for that you you want to become, right? So there's Absolutely. a certain value in like visualize who you want to be and start showing up as her. I get that, but you also need to do your fair amount of homework. Example, okay? Mm-hmm. Beyonce, Beyonce rehearsed yes. for eight months for a two-hour performance. Yeah. So think about that the next time you're like, I'm just going to fake it till I make it. No, girl, no. No. The it's best don't like really that. do that. No, they don't. I mean, I think there comes a point where you have prepared yourself and you have done the homework and you're like, okay, and then you need to put on your hype music and you need to put on like your best lipstick and be like, I got this. I got this because I know that I've worked hard and I've put in the time and the only missing piece is the belief in myself. Yeah, and, and I think in the context of doing something for the first time. There is always a first time. You know, every expert was a beginner at some point. But they also put in the work. Right, exactly. That's the point. Like, if you're going to do something for the first time, don't half-ass show up. You got to show up prepared. And, you know, the spirit of fake it till you make it, in quotation mark, for me that I support is this... You know, you're going to, everybody's going to do something for the first time. Everybody's going to have a feeling that, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. like I'm uncomfortable. I'm growing. This is a place that I haven't been before. And I got to, I got to put on my, my face and I have to be prepared for this. And sometimes you just have to show up and be confident and be positive and put it out. Yes. The whole not being prepared and just showing up half-assed and hoping. Hope is not a strategy, honey. I know we've said hope this before. Hope is also not a strategy. Well, it's a strategy for a lot. Let's be clear. It's a strategy for a lot of folks. How oh. successful that strategy is, I'm not so sure about. Yeah, hope is not a strategy for me. Let me just be clear. Not for me either. I, don't, I can't. I, you know what? I can't cash checks with hope. I can't, I can't, I can't drink a morning cup of hope. I can't. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not. I mean, do I think hope is real and authentic? Yes. And we can always hope for better things, but that is sort of, there's a negative connotation to that too. It just sort of implies that you're just like hoping and wishing and dreaming and maybe one day, but you got to kind of grab hope by the ass and like make it happen. I yeah. think I think that hope is the first step of your goal setting and your strategizing. I think writing down your hopes and dreams is like fucking key. You got to write that shit down. You got to, because then a hope becomes a goal, right? Like you take it from one thing and you physically and metaphysically put it in another category in your life. 
Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. But like in the context of business or in the context of accomplishing things or in the context, like I hope someday I get to blah, blah, blah. Like that's not real to me. What's real Mm. is, okay, let's set a goal. Let's set a, put a plan together. Let's act on it. Let's make some course corrections along the way when we observe that things are happening in one direction or another. But yeah, if I hear hope, especially in the context of business girl, it makes me crazy. I'm like, what, you're an executive and you just told me that you hope it works out. Wow. It it floors me. I can't, I I hate it. A lot of people are leaning into the hope these days. It's like saying, I hope I lose 25 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, keep hoping. So listen, I hoped I was going to lose 25 pounds and it was a goal that I set for myself sharing some personal stuff because it doesn't always pertain to business, but like it's relevant everywhere in your life. I hope I lose 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. So let's set a goal and let's work backwards. I, I want to lose 25 pounds by July 5th of this year. So I okay. set a goal, started counting my macros, started riding my bike, stopped snacking, was drinking more water. I was doing the things that are going to get me to that place. So That's the hope good. shifted from the hope to now this is the goal of mine. So I feel like and the actions. we need to exchange in our vocabulary the words, I hope this works out, to my goal is this yeah. will be the outcome. Yeah. So it's a mindset shift because you own goals. You own them. They are yours. You don't own hope. That's just no. a thing, right? Yeah. It's nice. It's cute, but <laughs> I'm not really into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So back to fake it till you make it, though. Sorry, I took us with hope is not a strategy. No, it's, I knew, it's, I, they're in the same. Listen, honey, they're in the same they family. Together. You're right. There are strategies that people implement all the dang time that don't fucking work. Yeah. I think there's a real thing, though, for it, in the context of fake it till you make it. Like, there's a real sort of phenomenon. And mm-hmm. I'm no psychologist or anything like that, but these conversations with, you know, that I've had with women where we and I'm 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 assuming this happens to men too, but boys, let us know because I don't really have these deep shit of the universe conversations about how insecure I feel with a lot of men, you know, I mostly um, have this intimate sort of deep shit of the universe conversation with my girlfriends. Right. But like, I feel like we all sort of have this thing in common where, you know, we have these accomplishments that make up our CVs, our resumes, Mm -hmm. our, you know, our social media profiles, our conversations, our experiences. And yet when it's time to show up in front of whatever situation might come up, you know, you could literally potentially be on stage like Beyonce, or you could be in a one-on-one situation, an interview, or, you know, wherever that shows up in your life, you kind of just sort of like take a more demure sort of backseat, you know, not necessarily celebrating all of the things that you've accomplished, which is crazy to me. Why do we do that? Why aren't we like shouting and, and, and why does it swing to faking it? I think that what you're talking about is imposter syndrome Mm. instead of like, and I don't, I I know that imposter syndrome and fake it till you make it go hand in hand. The quantifying difference I feel like between the two things is that the imposter syndrome is quantifiably untrue because for those people, they've actually achieved some shit. They've actually done some stuff and they still don't feel like they deserve the 
experience of that and they don't feel like they should be reveling in their um, accomplishment versus fake it till you make it is very much, I think, just ill preparedness and like not really. You've not accomplished a ton, I think, if you're still faking it till you make it. Like you said, everybody does something for the first time. I remember my first ever paying gig as a makeup artist. Yeah. I will never forget that day in my life. I will never forget that day. But the the months, months, I'm talking Beyonce type months, months right. of practice and training and practice and practice and education and training and pre- anybody that was anybody that was sitting still, I was working on their faces. Right. I was playing with their <laughs> yeah. hair. Any, if anybody's sitting still, I was like, hold on, let me go. So by the time the first paying gig came, I already had a couple hundred faces under my belt. All right. So I didn't, I, because I, I didn't want to have that, holy shit, I'm falling off of a 29-story building feeling. I wanted the confidence, and I knew the only way I was going to get it is if I worked for the confidence. If you build it. If you yes. build the confidence, then you're not faking it anymore. Correct. You are actually this confident person. So, and so there's the difference where if, if it, again, and it goes to long range goal setting and planning because you can't one day wake up and decide this is the thing that I'm going to do and then start doing it. You got to play a long game. This is where I want to be. Again, I don't hope I'm there in six months. This is my, my goal is to be here in six months. Now you work backwards from that. What do I need to do in this six month time frame to prepare myself for that moment? So I'm not a fraud when I show up, so that I'm not ill-prepared, no, exactly. so that I'm not faking it, so that I'm showing right. up real and that I know and I'm competent, even though it's the first time that I'm doing it. Yeah. It's so funny because we... Tell me more yeah. about, real quick, tell me a little bit more about the imposter syndrome as you've experienced it, because I know you've brought it up in the past, and, and I, don't, I don't know that you have, in fact, personally experienced it, but you've mentioned it to me a few times, and I have to be honest, it was very much a foreign concept to me. So I was like, what? What is that? I don't know what that, I don't even know what that is. So tell me more about your experience with that. I mean, I, I don't know the psychology and like, I'm certainly no expert in that. Um, and I don't even know if we're labeling these things appropriately. So well, disclaimer, we're not psychologists. Okay. Right. We're just a couple bitches care. trying to make it work. All right. Like, we're I just, don't fucking know. Just trying to share some thoughts with the world here. Right. Um, but you know, my experience with, you know, some of the women that I've had these types of conversations with is sort of this, the lack of acceptance that a success in the past or an accomplishment or, you know, or something that good that, that is happening to them is the result of this journey that we're talking about. Like putting in the work usually results in results. Mm-hmm. And if you are not giving value to that journey and you're thinking that because this, this is happening to you because of luck, right? Because you're just a lucky person. That's, luck is kind of like hope, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that then those accomplishments don't really have value. I, that's sort of the context in which Mm -hmm, I've experienced mm -hmm. this quote unquote imposter syndrome. Interesting. It's like, okay, so you show up like you're an, you're an accomplished person and you've done some things and then you feel like a fraud because you haven't really, you think that you haven't worked for the things that you've done when in fact you actually have. So there's like a, a disconnect between, 
the journey, the accomplishments, and then the celebration and the manifestation of that in the present, you know? Interesting. That's really interesting to me. Really interesting. I think those people need some serious coaching. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Get a coach and work on these things. I mean, it's, or, it's like or a, a psychologist or, or a, therapy. a therapist. Or therapy. You, you need, you need some definite, if you're feeling that way or you suspect that like this could be your category of modus operandi here, definitely get coaching. Cause I've always thought that luck is just where preparedness and opportunity intersect Ooh. and that it doesn't really like it's not like a thing. Like you bring something to the table via preparing yourself, and then you bring the second element to the table, which is seeking out opportunity. Yeah. Luck is when you find like a twenty dollar bill on the street. Like it doesn't. Again, it's like hope. It has no business in our life strategy, our goal setting, our real shit, our business, whatever. It it has no place. Like luck is. Luck is not getting a flat tire on your way to the airport when you're 30 minutes late. Like, sometimes it's just the universe, right? Like, I don't... Yeah. But I think luck in in the sense of of business and accomplishment is merely the intersection of preparedness and opportunity. And if you're doing it correctly, you are actively seeking out both elements of that intersection. Yeah, but then is it really luck? Like, if you're prepared... And opportunities are there (laughs) and you're receiving them. Isn't that just how it's supposed to be? I think that how, I mean, perhaps that's how it feels. Like, ooh, I got lucky. Like, I worked really hard for, you know, building my business in these aspects and I'm actively seeking people that I think are amazing. So, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really pulling hard at examples here, but let's just say for some r- bizarre reason I was really working on, like, runway stuff and, like, editorial and, like, avant-garde was really where my focus ooh. was going. And I was working on it and working on it and working on it and I you know, went to New York and I networked with a bunch of people and I tried my best to get in the door. And then suddenly Pat McGrath is like, yeah, we can totally use you for this nebulous little task. Oh my God, girl. That would be phenomenal. Hello. Um, I'm going to feel McGrath. I'm going to feel lucky as fuck. Yeah. Lucky day. Oh my God. But it really is just a matter of preparedness and putting yourself in the right space. But I'm going to yeah. feel like a lucky bitch. Yeah, luck is a feeling. Yeah, no, you're right. You I go. feel lucky today. I feel lucky today. Maybe I'll buy a lotto ticket. Or I'm on a winning yeah. streak. I'm on a winning streak. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't really know about faking. I don't like fake. I don't like the fake word. I... I would like I'd like the saying to be something like grind it until you make it, you know, or like work it till you make it or, you know, practice it till you make it or like fake is just. Ugh. But if you want to rip it down even further, OK, you're focusing okay. on the front end. I'm a focus right quick, honey, on the back end of that. What does making it even mean? Accomplishing a goal. When have we really made, but like in the, like in the, in the universal sense of making it, like, what does that mean? Does that mean that, you know, and again, that's the thing you have to define for yourself. Yeah. That's another goal. If making it means that you don't have to have a day job because now you can do your side hustle and pay your bills. If that's making it, then awesome. If it means making it to the fact that somebody actually paid me for the craft that I've worked so hard for, like maybe that's making it that one time you got work. I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. You're, you're talking about prepare and grind it till you make it. And I'm like, define making it. 
Define making it. Yeah. So definitely. What does making it mean? This is good. Really all talking about goal setting. I feel like a lot of our conversations come back to like, what are your goals? What are you doing about it? What action are you in? Mm -hmm. And then you can just show up in the world demanding for this outcome to be present. Yeah. Like making it happen. I do like what you said, though, about um, engaging in your own confidence. Ooh, I said that? (laughs) Well, not in those words. I'm paraphrasing, but... That's really good, though. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) Engage in your own confidence. Write that down. Girl, that's a quote. said something about... um, God, now I don't even know exactly what your words were precisely, but you said, you know, put your best face on and you just believe that you are this person. That is empowering. There is something to that. And you have to have a little chat with yourself. Like, I got to I gotta boss myself up here through this thing that I'm navigating. And I think there comes a point where you do have to take a little inventory and say, hold up, I might not feel super confident right now, but everything in my life This is going to sound really deep, and I don't mean it to, but, like, everything that I've worked toward has prepared me for this moment. Yeah. Whether you're training training for an Ironman, trying to get that corporate job, everything that you have poured into that experience has prepared you for this moment. So at the end of the day, you just got to do it. Yes, I have prepared for this. I have done the work. I have gone all the way. I gave it my best. I'm showing up in this moment. To the best of my ability, I got this. And then you, there's no regrets when you live that way. No. There are no regrets. You show up at the start, it's dark as fuck outside, and the water's going to be cold, but you swim, you bike, you run. Yeah. Same thing. You got a meeting with a CEO, first ever CEO meeting, I remember. I, you know, Or you speak to an audience of 300 people. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I rehearsed that speech, but I showed up, I walked up on the stage and I said, I got this. And it's not, it's, it, you know, it's, it's getting, being prepared, knowing mm-hmm. what you're going to say, knowing how it's going to work out, you know, and, and then having a course correction to be ready when life throws you a little lemon. Yeah. It's awesome. I got this boo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you do. I think you, I mean, I think pep talks along the way are really good. And I think surrounding yourself with people that you can call in a little bit of a, like, oh shit moment and be like, girl, I don't know. They're going to be your hype women or men or whatever. They're your hype crew. They're going to be like, what the girl, really? You do have this. You've been doing all this stuff. You've been doing all these things. I think for the record, I think it's more important to be able to do that for yourself yeah. When you're on the verge of some big, huge ass thing and like you can't, and someone's not picking up, like you, you need to be your own hype person. Um, but you can't be negligent in your preparedness. And so I think for me, that, that, that phrase says to me that it, it has a negative connotation in my mind only because of the fakeness, right? Yeah. The making it is undefined. Like it's not, I, I, I think that it's just a term I don't like. Get prepared and talk yourself up. Get prepared, build your confidence. Do those things that are going to make you... You can turn yourself into whatever you want to turn yourself into. Yeah, you've got the power. Beyonce is where she is because she had all the because pieces she and she worked that. really hard. Right? And we are where we are because we, you know, we, we set some goals and... 
we put a plan in motion. You know, you have a successful business because several years ago you said, this is my vision and here's what I'm going to do about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same for me. So it's, you know, we're all, we're, there's a little Beyonce in all of us girls. Yes, that's okay. the message. There's a little queen bee in everybody. Yes. This is our message for today. Yes. yes. All right. So let's wrap it up because we're out of time, boo. Okay. Yeah. So tell them where they can find us. So if you're faking it to your make it and you want to tell us about it, or if you feel like an imposter, go over to Twitter, hit us up on gloss over pod. If you're on Instagram, which is where we reside most of the time, you can find us at this is Caro and gloss over babe and i would love to know are you faking it till you make it is it successful how's it working for you yeah we need to know that sounds great so until next time okay love you bye the end thank you for listening have a topic you'd like us to gloss over hit us up on twitter at gloss over pod and find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash gloss over pod